0: Welcome to the Principled Women in Business Podcast with your host, Lauren Dulgeru, aka The Solutionist. You are about to discover priceless insight, experiences, and perspectives that will inspire and empower you to break down your own obstacles and reprogram your own limiting beliefs, all while raising women business owners to the pedestal that has been long awaiting the coronation of true principled women in business. Welcome to the Principled Women in Business Podcast.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Principled Women in Business podcast. Here, we talk with female women business owners about our struggles, our wins, what we experienced while growing and forming our business, because truly the goal here is to learn from each other so that we can grow and scale our businesses, ultimately for that exit day where we can obtain that big payday, that big valuation that is going to make the difference for everybody yourself at the closing table. So for those of you who don't know me, my name is Loren Delguero, aka The Solutionist. I'm here today with the lovely Julie Elves, founder of Unleash Your Lioness. And you guys are in for a great treat today. When I met Julie, our conversation was profound. We ended up spending hours on the phone talking with each other and really clicked from the very first moment we said hello. And I'm sure each and every one of you are going to experience that today. For those of you who are on the audio only, make sure that you hop over to our YouTube channel so you can catch the video portion and really tap into the fire that we're about to light right now. So with no further ado, Miss Julie, thank you so much for being with me today. Say hi to everybody. Hello, everyone. <laughs> oh, I'm so uh... glad you're able to be with us. Now, you are calling in from Italy. Yes. i right? mean the Italian Riviera, yes. But I hear the British accent.
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How yes, long have I, you been in
2: Italy? Oh, 12 years now. Okay, okay. I, I'm a
1: British expat. How do you like Italy? I know so many people want to go and visit. We oh, have yes. these, these grand stories of <laughs> Milan. <laughs> How yeah. do you like it? Does it meet up to the grand story? From a
2: tourist perspective, it ticks all the boxes but uh, when you're living in a country, it's different. Very different. Yes. Very, very different. You really get under the skin of the locals, um, but you get the touristy side of things, you know, especially when you get visitors coming and you can be a tour guide. That's great. I love doing that.
1: Now that COVID's over, you can get back to that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know you love to be around people. I'm sure that was a hard adjustment when COVID came through and, you know, you weren't really able to to get out and get that human one-on-one interaction we always had virtual yeah. um, but we've had virtual for you know some time but there's still that that yeah. one-on-one interaction nothing really replaces that
2: no no a hug you cannot replace a hug a hug oh <laughs> Virtual yes. hugs just
1: don't quite cut it.
2: No, they don't. And and hugging yourself still not the, quite the same. <laughs>
1: <laughs> agreed. Agreed. So I know all about Unleash Your Lioness and your magical specialties. But tell tell everybody listening here about what Unleash Your Lioness is about. What What's the goal? And really, what's your mission and your passion? Mm,
2: okay. Wow. There's a lot of things in there. Okay. Um, um, We all have a lioness inside of us. People call it power. Other people call it, um, I don't know, a a strength. Okay. that that An inner child, something um, that wants to come out and be on display all the time. But if you're like me, um, it's been silenced at an early age because of very strong... Um, social norms and um, rules from your parents and the education system and blah, 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 you know what I mean. So um, it takes a while for you, but most people don't actually wake up and realize they have a lioness inside of them. And that's very sad, really. Um, But it takes a while for you to realize that I could be better than I am. Yeah. And and that's basically the essence of being a lioness, you can be so much better than you are, better than what your parents expect from you, better than what society has, um, you know, uh, molded and shaped you into. Right. So um, yeah. So so I've been called a lioness. So that's why I use the label lioness, um, because uh, I've people here have never met anybody like me. I'm so. Um, I'm assertive as opposed to aggressive. I'm assertive and I get my point across and I can, I can make the, I make, I can make a room of people sit, sit up and beg and listen to me, which is what I couldn't do when I was younger. I was literally invisible.
0: Welcome to the principled women in business podcast.
1: How did you make that bridge? I know, you know, it, it's not just me because I went yeah. through the same thing, right? Yeah. How how did you bridge that? And what was kind of that defining moment for you? I'm sure that millions of people are still struggling with that mm. same thing, whether it's in the boardroom or yeah. at the party that they're hosting. There's a lot of people that struggle with that because not everybody yeah. is an extrovert. Yeah, yeah, yes, I know. I wasn't. I was very much an introvert.
2: My mother used to speak for me, so I never had a voice. So I've gone from one extreme to the other extreme, (laughs) and now I can't shut up.
1: (laughs) What was your pivotal moment?
2: I would have to say it was, um, (laughs) am I allowed to swear? (laughs) No. Yeah, are we casual? we all All right, Um, we're all adults, okay. We have an expression in in England that is um, (laughs) the shit dumpster. The shit dumpster was parked outside my door for 10 months when my dad died. Okay. okay, and and I believe it, it's usually a combination of many, many things and then the straw breaks the camel's back and you're yep. not getting the messages from the universe or whoever and you're not picking up on the nuances and you're not changing direction, let's say. Okay. okay. And it gets to the point where all of this crap comes in at you all at once. It's really overwhelming. My God, if you haven't got the... um the acumen and the willpower, because it is willpower, and the courage to to get through it, and no, what um, is it the the um, yeah the determination, but the the forward thinking and optimism that you can get through anything and nothing, no challenge or adversity is big enough that you cannot get through. Right? I am possible. Right? Yeah, exactly. But when you understand that concept, you don't go and hide in a corner and become sad and depressed, yeah, no. because you're a fighter. That's when you become a fighter and you're like, I'm going to get through this. Come hell or high water, I'm getting through this because there's more to life than just being um, cut down at the prime of my life, let's say, you know. And so the lioness came out after this 10 months, it, it was, it was a snowball of stuff. I even lost my job. I was unemployed. I had a car accident. Uh, I broke up with my fiance. I was ridiculed by my parents. It was just, it was a, an avalanche of stuff. And How long some, ago is this? Oh, this was in 2006. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So 2006 is pretty much when I really started to wake up. I was starting to wake up slowly but that was a real big jolt to the right. system you know and and I'm like okay that I've got to do something I cannot sit here wallowing feeling depressed which I did I went to the doctor and and of course they prescribed you with drugs and I'm thinking I don't need drugs I do not need to be comatose how am I how am I going to help myself if I'm comatose right great yeah yeah great. so I'm thinking I'm thinking no you have self help books I was starting to buy and read um, self-help books, uh, you know, like um, Jack Canfield, Chicken Soup for the Soul, highly recommend that. Wow. You just dive in, whenever, whatever mood you're in, whatever emotion you're feeling, you just dive into the book and you find an uplifting story. Yeah? It's amazing. Okay. Um, and, I, and I had the book, uh, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway, that, that was my lifesaver. That really was my life-saving uh, book, okay? And, and it taught me to go from pain to power. And step into the power that you are as a lioness, as a, as a lion, yeah? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so I like that, you know, you and I, not a similar story, but kind of a similar journey in that, mm. you know, everything came to this culmination. Yeah. And there was that wake up moment where hell or high water, we're, we're going to win because this endless cycle of not winning and um, succumbing to somebody else's will or expectations has to Mm. stop. And I'm sure that, you know, women business owners and just people in general really identify with that because so often we're taught from a very young age, do what you're told. Go along yes. with society, go along with the, mm-hmm. with the group, don't make waves. And that, that is what got me personally kind of into that rut of depression. Um, That I experienced Mm. when I was younger. And, you know, just like you read those books, I found those books to be also a pivotal turning point Mm. as well. And I think, you know, actually on that subject, because there are so many business owners or people in general who do struggle with mental health and depression. Mm-hmm. And they genuinely feel like there's, there's no way out unless it's through a chemical. Also, side note, this is not medical advice. This is my own experience and that of Miss Elves. Um, do what's right for you. But I found that, you know, using pharmaceuticals made the situation worse, made me comatose. Mm-hmm. And uh, once you start going within uh, and looking in to shine out, that's mm-hmm. when you find that principal turning point. Well, you find the courage within. Yes. To step into
2: your power. Yes. Because there's nobody else that can give yeah. you the courage. Yeah, exactly. And and society kind of uh, dumbs us down and, and and shuts that that switch off, right? Very much. <laughs> kind so. of.
1: Yeah. Very much so. Yes. So, unleash your lioness has a history. Can you tell us more about your professional background and what where mm-hmm. you came from and that yes. how we ended up at Unleash Your Lioness? Wow,
2: I have a very colorful background. Um I, I've I've come from programming. I, I was a I was a programmer, a very good one before the um the dot-com no before the millennium bug <laughs> right. had I known. Had I known, I could have been a millionaire by now. But I, that wasn't meant for me. I, that wasn't my path. Um, then I went into electrical, electronic engineering because I, I didn't want to be sitting programming. And and this is a typical example. I listened to the wrong people, and they influenced my career and my direction. And they said, if you want um, a career, a long-term career as a programmer, then you have to get used to dealing with idiots. Okay, now idiots, literally idiots, because it's id10t is the is the um, the computer joke. Okay. Okay. Um, an idiot is a, a when when they when a, a user makes a mistake, you say, "Oh, it's an id10t error," and they don't know what id until you write it down, and it says idiot, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so and so they they told me the higher you further up you go in promotion in, in, in computing um and IT the more the more interaction you're going to have with these idiots and, I, and I'm like oh no I don't want to do that okay. and of course it's not true is it but that's what I thought and so I got influenced and I changed my tack and I decided I wanted to get inside the computers and start building them okay I have all you know I've always been good with my hands and stuff and so well, yeah I, I studied a I did a five year electrical electronic engineering degree, which was really hard work. Was it? Oh, yeah. Well I haven't got I haven't got um very good I'm not very good with numbers. <laughs> and you've got to be good at maths. Okay. Yeah, you would well, be very good at maths.
1: You're highly technically inclined. So I, yes. aim to be, I aim to be more like you. I Aww. love technology. We get along pretty well, but sometimes, you know, we have that vibrational mix. And yeah, yeah. Don't, don't be terribly shocked if you get a call from me one day. <laughs> but you can't call me an ID10T. No, of course <laughs> you're not. No, no, no. I mean, now that I know that, I'm going to use that more often.
2: Okay, you, you, you don't use the CD player as a drinks holder, do you?
1: No. Oh,
2: well, that's you an ID10T, that? typical... Customer service support problem. Do they really do that? Yes,
1: yes, they do. Oh, goodness. I'm living in the south of the United States and, uh, (laughs) you know, we have our saying, bless their heart. Um, (laughs) Somebody go help them. Yes, yes,
2: yes. I I would hate to be a customer services, a, a customer tech person taking all these calls, I'd be constantly banging my head on the wall, going, Oh my goodness. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that's a really big jump going from computing to uh, computer engineering to yes. really getting in down and dirty with other women to help mm. them find their inner strength and their yes. inner lioness to come out here and be assertive, not aggressive. Yes, assertive. Um, because God, See, I'm sure you hear this all the time. People get assertive and aggressive mixed up all the time. Yes, and they are not synonymous.
2: I know, I know. You don't have to tell me that. They're always telling me I'm aggressive because they don't understand the meaning of the word.
1: I'm yeah. surprised. Really, kind of shocked. You don't walk around with those pages of the dictionary being like, no, <laughs> that,
2: <laughs> no, that just doesn't
1: work. <laughs> no,
2: no. But um, no, I, I there's a there's a, a a gap in between me becoming um, um, this transformation coach I am today, and that is I've always been in education. I've always had this passion of educating people in some shape or form, passing on wisdom, um, um, teaching people how to do things, translating techie language into simple layman's terms. So I used to be um, a technical writer. I, I had an illustrious career as a technical writer, writing uh, operator manuals, doing fancy um, service guides for Xerox photocopying machines, that kind of stuff.
0: Wow. Oh, yes.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm originally yeah. from Rochester, New York, where Xerox originated.
2: Ah. Oh, right. Okay. That. Cool. Come ah, There we go. Yes. Um, I've done some cool stuff. I mean, I, I, I was, I was, I've been working on tanks. I've officially signed the UK Secrets Act three times, three times. Wow. Not many people have done it three times. <laughs> um, the, but it, it, it's it's all expired now. I can tell you all the secrets.
1: <laughs> so uh, that's that's a huge shift.
2: Yeah, um, very big. To
1: go from computers to educate. Well, I guess the, from the education to Unleash Your Lioness isn't the hugest shift. But going no. from highly technical, not yes. so... Not so educational because educational, you have to be able to speak that other person's language and really get into their mind and learn how they learn to be able to convey the information. Um, And I know that Mm. not most technical people, technically inclined people are able to create that translation for the layman. Um, but so you yes, did technical yes. to education, so you kind of made that transition there. But what yes. motivated you to begin unleash your lioness? Like what what was the passion and the mission that drove that creation?
2: Well, I, I knew. Um, well, after after my um, my technical writing career, I, I kind of took a an, um, hiatus and didn't know what to do with my life and what I was going to do. And I left, I step, I literally stepped away from that career at the pinnacle of my career. And, and I know a lot of you will think I'm crazy, but if you're, um, what is it? A type A female, right? Yes. Really ambitious, right? You know that you hit the pinnacle and that's it. You need to leave that industry. You need to be successful in another industry because otherwise you become complacent. You start making mistakes. Your quality of service or product or whatever starts going down, right? So I left it, and I really, I, I'm very proud of what I achieved. I don't brag about it, but I, I am. And then I, I decided, okay, let's take eighteen months off and just think, travel around the world because you have, I had money, I had time, and I had the travel bug. I always have the travel bug. But the other two, you know, not so much. <laughs> and so I, I took a year and a half off, took 41 flights all over the world. I met some amazing people, which just opened up my world, you know. Yeah. And everywhere yeah. I went, people uh, were magnetized to me. You know, I was attracting all these wonderful people. Just being me. That's not me, a shocker. That's not a shocker
1: at all. You are <laughs> you are very highly magnetic. Oh, uh,
2: thank you. I didn't think so at the time. I was still struggling with my my identity back then, you know? And, um, and I was like, yeah, okay, cool. I love these people. I love socializing. I love educating them about stuff and where I've been all over the world. You know, it's still a form of education, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, it comes in all different shapes and sizes. So it was like, okay, so what can I do next? And then I went into teaching English because everybody was influencing me again in your British accent's fantastic and you only have to study the grammar. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to teach grammar. It's so boring. So I cut myself a little niche and I'm an English, I'm, I'm a highly successful English conversation teacher. In There's Italy. Many,
1: yeah.
0: Welcome to the Principled Women in Business podcast.
2: There's not many of us around. I've even created my own bespoke program uh, yeah, course called The Secret of English, which doesn't exist as far as I know, and especially not in Italy. Um, and so I know all about niching, and, and this is a business for me, yeah. I've got sure. the business acumen, I do. <laughs> um, and then I decided, okay, the um, yeah, COVID hit, mm, uh-huh. do, do, yeah. Do. <laughs> and I'm thinking. Oh, I'll take a couple of months hot off. I won't teach anymore. It'll be okay. The universe will look after me. No, no, I got totally dumped by the universe. Oh no! I, I had, I had a one-year eviction hanging over my head during a state of emergency. They're trying to evict people here. We didn't the have most... the moratoriums. No, don't don't no no no. They don't exist here.
1: Oh wow! No.
2: thankfully. She was a religious person, so it wasn't so um, cut and dry that I had to leave and I was thrown out on the street or right. I had to go and live uh, and be cared for by the church, right? Um, she gave me – she kept renewing the eviction notice, <laughs> you know, but, oh. but living under that stress, is, it's really bad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Constant stress all the time, and I, and I didn't have money. I, the universe helped me out. Okay, this is where my business starts kicking in, right? I got a, um, I've been buying NLP stuff, Mm -hmm. trying to learn Italian. I have a mental block when it comes to Italian. Okay, it's just too complicated for me. (laughs) Way too complicated. Uh, Too many many bloody syllables as far as I'm concerned. So I decided to buy some NLP programs. It came in um steve g jones he did a mega sale he was selling all of his stuff some of it worth 300 dollars a packet a package for one dollar so wow. i went on a massive shopping spree and and bought 100 products i must have bought 100 products and then he did it again the, ne- the next year he does it regularly and um i decided oh there's one called learning a foreign language wow what is what does nlp mean if we can oh, clarify sorry. for everyone yes um, neuro linguistic programming oh it's yes. it's a combination of um guided meditation yep and
1: um b- binaural beats okay well oh, you'll um, have to share that with us so i can put that in the links when this episode comes out okay i'm sure everyone you know everyone who's listening to us they want to grow and yes are mm. always looking for that to tap in and bring more of that in, especially as people are hearing more about binaural beats and yes. neuro linguistic programming. That's oh yeah. It's the big thing. You
2: know.
1: a, yes. I don't want to say an open subject because it's always been an open subject, but it's more of a widely known subject and mm. practice nowadays. So awesome. Yes. Sorry to interrupt you.
2: Keep no, on. No, no, no. It's okay.
1: It's okay. I, I'm, I'm NLP
2: certified now with this guy okay, yeah, yeah it's not that I use the n l p in my 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 um coaching, but it's good to have the n l p certification right sure yeah um and i know what i know what it is i i use it every day, so you know um and so this this guy um uh i think it was in july yeah in july when i was i was really struggling, and i didn't know what where I was what i was gonna do and i, I had to really pivot my business online somehow and Mm -hmm. finding students online wasn't helping couldn't find anybody online uh and i who who could pay me i did 40 hours of free lessons to to indians pakistanis bangladeshis um burmese people malaysian people filipinos you name it all in third world countries brazilians some of them have become my friends Mm -hmm. and i'm happy to improve their english you know because we we talk about other things as well we're helping each other but that was a that was that was part of my growth because i i was scared of going online really scared of going online this is one of my biggest fears being highly visible you know uh, oh i
1: can appreciate <laughs> that better
2: than
0: most
2: yeah and so i was like you need if you're going to be successful online okay and you're going to Um, start a new career online then you need to get over this big fear so so get get um, get your ass into gear and start um, promoting yourself you're not going to leave this in in the height of summer and it's really hot here I'm trying to record my intro video it took me 26
1: takes to do it and the sweat is pouring down my face (laughs) I am the same way when I started doing video my mentors you know you got this you yeah. do this all the time. What's the big deal? I'm like, no, yeah. no like it's the visibility factor, yeah. right? Of and course. 26 times <clears throat> that was a genius. I think I probably did my first couple of videos probably 50 times. So much that wow. I filled up my my memory, and I had wow. to keep going off and clearing off the memory to make room for the next <laughs> takes. Yeah, um, I had the same. <laughs> this might also link back to the type A perfectionist portion of me, yeah. where you know. We're always the hardest on ourselves. Oh God, yes! Surely nobody else would have noticed. Yeah, but I exactly. did. Exactly. And yeah. the fact that I did, like, I didn't want <laughs> to yes. out about myself. But you know, over the years, I've I've come to accept and realize that I'm really the only one who's going to nitpick at that. Of course. And it's become a challenge for me just to say, you know, it's fine. That's just me. You know doing my normal perfectionist thing, everything's great. And that, that was a big hurdle to jump over, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, but your, your perfectionism really kicks in and you've got this big argument going on in your head. You know, just leave it, just leave it. It doesn't have to be 100%. 90% is okay, you know? The yeah. other one's going, no, we need it 100%. Yes, agreed, oh, agreed. God. yeah.
1: <laughs> and all of the type A's out here listening to us right now, are like, oh my gosh, me yeah. too.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, it's a nightmare when you're like that. Thankfully, I've moved away from being perfect. Because as a um, when the more you get into online, you you understand that um, messy is better than what well, yeah, messy is no done is better than mess than perfect, is it? Real messy? raw and relevant.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Real raw and relevant, and uh, I found okay. that um, you know that's what people look for the most is the the real part of you okay. um, because that's relevant to them. So not necessarily are they looking for that perfect person that right. this, you know, like the the magazine spreads, right? No, yes. Uh-huh. Perfectly airbrushed, they're completely composed, they've got someone reading their cards for ah. them. Um, but that's that's not real. That's not who we are at the end of the day. Of course. Real raw and relevant. And that's something that I still struggle with, not struggle with, but I always like to put forth the absolute best aspects of myself um mm. even when I'm in my house clothes and my pajamas walking around the house hanging around with my cats mm. that's still that ingrained portion of me oh, you got cats
2: yeah
1: I, I do. knew you had I animals <laughs> you know if okay. I lived more of a dog lifestyle I'd have a dog right. <laughs> yeah you know. but I
2: think again like like the transformation into the lioness when you're in when you've got strict parents and you're. Um, programmed I call it because coming from a computer programming background when you're programmed um, to think a certain way it, it takes a lot to deprogram yourself Doesn't and it? to strip out to strip out the crap that you don't resonate with anymore like silly superstitions from my, from your mother like me oh my god <laughs> yeah and and just pick and choose what resonates with you as a person that you are today
1: because we're always evolving right? And being that authentic self, right? Yeah, Not exactly. the one that everyone wanted you to be, but actually being that version of you. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it takes, it takes, um, a certain kind of
2: person to really, you know, do that. And the book helps feel the fear and do, do it anyway, really helps to understand that, you know, okay. because your parents, your parents are instilling the fear. And in my opinion, fear is what is causing so much division in this in this world. It comes in so many different shapes
1: and forms. It really does. Yes, yes. Um, sadly yeah. you're right about that. It's not mm-hmm. just fear of Um, you know, something scary, but it's fear of failure. It's fear Mm. of standing out in the wrong light. There's so many Mm. versions of fear and it gets manifested in so many different ways. So I'm sure that people listening to us here are thinking, oh, I'm not afraid of anything. But Mm. there's, if we narrow that down a little bit, and instead of saying, I'm not afraid of anything, what are the things that trigger you to pull back? That's still fear. Yes. Even and those worry, things that trigger you fall back are the ones you go after.
2: Yeah. And even if you're feeling worried, you're fearful. Mm-hmm. It's just, we call it a different name. Yeah. And we use a different word. Worry. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. fear. Yeah. It's fear. Of the, usually fear of the unknown. You don't know what the outcome's going to be.
1: Yeah. Isn't that the most fun in life though? Or is that just me? <laughs> it can be kidding just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. I'm one of I thrive on change I always have yeah so, me too you know yes. living in all parts of the United States traveling 36 mm. countries I loved it I loved going to countries where I didn't speak mm. the language yeah um charades became a <laughs> a part of everyday life yeah until you learned how to say the basic things but those are yeah. things that I thrived on yeah. um probably also one of my traits that makes me most successful in business. In, I can pivot on a dime if something needs to change. Cool. Let's change that. How can mm. we do that the best way? And um, I'm sure we're not alone in that, but people really have a hard time grasping the idea of now I have to do something new to get where I want. And that triggers mm. the fear, right? Yes. But if we embrace it and and instead put, instead of being, I'm going to be fearful, Mm. what if we taught ourselves that now I'm going to go to the next level? Now I'm going to grow into the next best version of me or of my business or Mm. of whatever you're growing in, whatever stage at that point. What if we really grasp that as change instead of fear? And I'm sure that's probably um, in so many words, what you did to kind of pivot from where you were teaching English to now you're helping other women, other individuals to really seize their own Mm -hmm. lioness and let her or him or whatever identifier we need to use out to shine in the world, not out to be, ah, to be offensive or obnoxious, but Oh, that's not me at all. (laughs) No, not you at all. So did you have any guidance or mentoring or a teacher that was kind of helping you put together Unleash Your Lioness? Yes. How did you put that together? Well, um, an email came in,
2: right? The universe sent me an email. Okay. uh, From this guy who I bought all the NLP from. And he was offering me because I was a valued customer a fast track coaching program for $10, $10, wow. $10. So I did it. I seized the opportunity. I'm always doing that carpe diem. <laughs> I'm, and I, I, I'm a little bit of a shiny object syndrome person, but I'm, I'm getting over that now. Um, and then um, he then sent me another email saying, do the advanced course, which will help you market yourself as an NLP certified life coach. Um, For $47. So for less than $100, I'm certified. <laughs> oh. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but it was an intensive course. I mean, there was a lot of material to it, right? I can imagine. Yeah.
1: Neurolinguistics is yes. a very in-depth and it yes. can go on for infinitum uh, because yes. there's so much to learn and things are mm. always evolving in the human mind, especially yes. as you learn. Um Yes. Your neural synapses are evolving, which mm. by default means yeah. that your system and your program also mm. need to evolve to take you to the next level.
2: Yeah, it's, it's it's if you think about software, you have to get upgrades, you have to get hot
1: fixes, you have to get add-ons, you have to get this and that, yeah, all the time. Yeah, And they're usually at the worst time, if you're my <laughs> computer, it's precisely <laughs> at the worst possible moment, and it takes three hours. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe that's just me. All right. <laughs> and okay. so I got, I got this
2: certification and I thought, right, what am I going to do with it? Well, everybody's calling me a lioness and and I know fear is a big, big thing. And I know there's people out there suffering from my specific fear, but there's loads of other fears. So I'm thinking, okay, I can use the book as a guiding um, rod to, to help me sculpture and craft an amazing, Uh, coaching package using all of the self-development tools I've picked up over the years. Okay. Okay. And so it it creates, what I've created is is something phenomenal. It really is. And I don't call myself a coach, by the way. I did do a little short um, coaching program with somebody and he says uh, somebody gave him the idea of a specialist. And I said, oh, I like that. And I said, "Okay, well, I'm going to call myself the fear and self-esteem specialist."
1: Yes, everyone's a coach now.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, Yes. Now that's not to to lessen the name and the role of a coach, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But the truly powerful and change implementers are specialists. Mm-hmm. They're strategists. Mm. You know, Tiger Woods has a coach, Michael Jordan. Everyone yes. has a coach. All of the greats have coaches, Yes, uh, voice coaches, business coaches, yes. spiritual coaches. There's, of course. There's nothing to demean a coach, but it's really when you get into that specialty where mm-hmm. you can zero in, you know, laser focus, just like a magnifying glass in the sun. You yeah. can really zero in and enhance and grow those specified skills Mm. With that specific specialized yeah. person,
2: yeah, it's like going from a doctor to a surgeon, yeah. um an employee to a consultant or a contractor. Great, yeah. Mm-hmm. In the in the, the nine to five world jargon, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: <Yes. laughs> indeed, agreed. Yes. So did you have did you have someone guiding you to kind of um, form yourself with the Italian government so that you can kind of mitigate tax liability to preserve more of your revenue within your business?
2: Um I yeah I I've going I haven't done it yet. I I I'm, I'm going to register my business cuz it's online in Estonia. In Estonia. Now here's, now here's a tip. Estonia okay. and maybe Lithuania and Latvia are offering um online businesses to register there so that they get to legally evade paying tax to the country that they're living in. Because I'm living in the highest tax bracket country in all of Europe. Yeah. And it's unbelievable. So how is,
1: how is Italy going to take to that?
2: Well, you see, they don't see it as that. I, I, I cannot pay tax because if I pay tax, I'm not even at that minimum bracket for a start. And Got if it. I pay tax, I'm going to be homeless.
1: Got it. So I'm okay. not
2: doing anything illegally, okay, until until I start earning and I go over that line, okay? mm mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but um they're not understanding that while I'm here, I'm paying indirectly tax on all the services and the products I use while I'm here. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I am inadvertently paying a tax. I'm just not paying tax on my salary because I'm not earning enough. Mm-hmm. Right? And and mm-hmm. the and the um the service tax and the value added tax is pretty high here anyway, yeah? 22, 20, sometimes 27%. It's ridiculous. Wow.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that high in Italy.
2: Yeah, they the average salary is only a thousand euros a month. Uh, really? Maybe it's, it's twelve hundred. The average average. Okay. And and rent rent can if you're renting, or even if you've got a mortgage. I mean, six hundred could be gone just like that, and you're only left with four hundred. So you've got to be month. really, yeah, you've got to be really, you know, tight. Um, not tight. <laughs> I mean, have your, your belt really pull tight and budget yourself to make that 400 last for food, uh, any kind of luxury that you have, and, you know, entertainment, you know? I have
1: a question for you. Yeah. We said that there's an average of 1,200 euro income yeah. per month. Yes. Is there a like a a gender discrepancy where? Oh, yes. Is there really still? Is it it
2: a big discrepancy? No, and it's all over the world. Oh, I know that. It's 30
1: percent in Hollywood. Yeah. Up to 30 percent in Hollywood. It's ridiculous. And that's just not even employees. That's that's business owners. You know, women Mm. own businesses have a harder time obtaining capital, getting approved for, for traditionalized capital for getting vendors to service their company, for getting asking prices on the good services and specialties that they're offering. And to me, in my own mind of minds, which I really can't be that, that far off in this, is mm-hmm. insane. Yeah, we like are in 2022. 21st century. Not 1965. Yes. Well, I know. How are we still trying to bridge this gap? Mm. In my, again, perfect world, right? How are we still going through this? Um, What would you say to other women in business would be what you experienced, a good way to get through it and to get back that equality?
2: Unfortunately, I have to say in the nine-to-five world, you are not going to find that equality. Yeah. Mm -mm. It's very difficult in the nine-to-five world. Unless you're clever like I did. I. Needed the training mm-hmm. And the companies I was working for Didn't um, Didn't really believe in training They didn't have They didn't understand the value of training
1: Yeah, I know Because you were just supposed to wake up and know everything?
2: Oh yeah, yeah It's always it's always oh, on, the job, on the job On the job training make your, mis- make your mistake And the boss really gets angry at you But you're learning as you're on the job Yeah, I, wow. <laughs> I've okay. been in many situations like that um, and so, and, until you start screaming and shouting, which I did in one of my companies, I said, you know, how, the, how on earth do you, do you expect me to produce, um, you know, quality industry standard documentation without, without having the skills to to leverage the program that I'm supposed to produce this with? You need to give us a um, an intermediate advanced course and make it customized to what we're doing, right? Yes. Yeah, I screamed from the rooftops to get this done. Yeah, but hopefully they took action. Oh, they did. They did. Yeah, but then I left that company, and then <laughs> it was like um, the only way for me to survive and to get promotion, sorry, and to get um, to have what I was what I was calling, you know, achievement in my life, and getting up my my own career goals, not anybody else's. Yeah, because I had certain what? stages I had to achieve at a certain age. I was matching my age with my salary. I don't suggest anybody does that, but I did. <laughs> Excuse me a second. And so um, if you want to be, if you are a type A, like we are, I would highly suggest, and if you are stuck in the nine-to-five, that you move around Because nobody stays in a job any longer than two years now in the UK. Two years. That was the standard that I was taught um, from my Six months. I spent six months in one job.
1: Yeah. I was always accused of not being there long enough. And more times Mm. than not, it came back to now that we're talking about it, that inequality, because even my male counterparts didn't produce like I did, but somehow they were getting all of these perks, these benefits, this higher pay. And, you know, the second you start saying something, oh, now you're the bad guy. Now you're bringing up everyone's thorns and spikes. How dare you? Mm -hmm. Uh, Which pushed me back into owning my own businesses because I was sick to death of being undervalued, underpaid. Mm -hmm. Yep not getting vacations, not Mm -hmm. having any appreciation for my knowledge, my skills, my experience. And that pushed me back into owning business. Mm. But even in owning a business as a woman, I still found that, um, it was harder to get what my business, what we were worth because I was a woman and okay. male counterparts, even though they didn't offer the same level of service, the same quality of production, mm-hmm. they were getting more. Yeah. And it blew my mind, you know, it, and again, my perfect world mind, I didn't want to tie that back to, well, it's gender inequality. We're in 2000, we're in the, mm. the new millennium. How is that possible? I know. Um Yes. Yeah. But even in 2022 we're still struggling with it. It's I know we've, we're going to band together and we're going to find a way to get out of it. Yes. So as a business owner in um, both you, let's talk about the English program and Unleash Your Lioness, have you how have you bridged that? How have you overcome the the gender differences?
2: Well, when you're self-employed, people don't see you as male or female. Right? They see no, no, they don't see that. No. No. Not when you're an English teacher. Not okay, when you're not when you're a coach. Well, at okay. least I don't think so. No. Um, there's less um gender division or inequality, right? Hmm? Uh, this is just my experience, my observation. I'm I'm very good at observing things going on. So um you don't have to um You don't feel like you're in competition all the time with the men. And that's what you feel like when you're in the nine-to-five realm, you know?
1: I can appreciate some of that. Yeah. Um, Now, I'm not a coach. You know, Mm. I work in private banking, finance, Mm -hmm. business strategy, and that is a highly male-dominated industry. Yes. So when I walk into a boardroom or Mm. I walk into a a new organization – I mean, I'm mm. only five foot something. They, no. They look at me and they're like, Who's this? Yeah. yeah. I expected a much older woman or um, somebody with an entire, you know, entourage walking in behind me. Mm. So, you know, for for a few instances, it was Putting on my my stilettos and we're going to do this because when you look at me and you see my stature and you know I'm tiny, hmm. I don't necessarily I'm underestimated, right? Yeah. Whereas of a male yes. counterpart, we could have the same body frame, be very short, both mm-hmm. dressed in suits, and because banking, finance, all of that, the attention goes to him, even though he doesn't have the specialized education, he might not have the experience mm-hmm. or the insider knowledge or yeah. The, the team that I have behind me yes. and just because of my gender you know that client would have been underserved because they're so used to seeing a man in that role mm, yeah of course the
2: stereotypes are so strong you know in a lot of people and we have to break away from these
1: stereotypes yeah very much so yeah very much so um, there's so that we could do a whole episode on breaking <laughs> stereotypes and like I know like, <laughs> we could talk for hours on that literally and get in yes. a whole lot of trouble while we're doing it. Yes. so stereotypes need tools. Mm-hmm. Women need tools. Business owners need tools to to overcome these big challenges that we're experiencing. and mm. you know, both our day-to-day business life, our professional life, but also personally, um because sometimes, we kind of mesh those together, even though they shouldn't be, we have, we have that professional mask, we have this personal mask and somehow we have to keep them separate. What is your most important or most effective tool that you've armed yourself with in really elevating yourself as a, a woman business coach who's helping other women to find their inner strength and their light. Mm.
2: Um, <laughs> there is a trick that I do do, and that is I, I stand in front of the mirror. Okay. And, and I tell myself that I am I am worthy, I am successful, and I really, really look deep into the eyes, you know, and, and no, I mean we, it.
1: Are we snoot to snoot with the mirror <laughs> or are we standing two feet back?
2: Uh, you can, you can do it like that with your, fa- okay. your, your nose right up against it. But you've got okay. to be looking at your eyes, yeah, really deep, uh-huh. um, because you're you're basically talking to your subliminal, yeah, your your sorry, your, yeah. Con- your subconscious yeah. mind. Sorry, and so um, and and it also helps because I learned this from a um, um, a coaching buddy of mine to stand there, you know, like a, a Wonder Woman pose, okay? Because that right. gives I like you, it. yeah, the body language kind of um, gives you the the power, let's say, the emotional power that you need to then deliver the words and then look yourself in the eye. Yeah. It's not just
1: words. It's the power behind the words coupled with the body language. Yeah. Um, That's important. I'm glad you brought that up Mm. because affirmations have become a very widely spoken about one Mm -hmm. practice, but two concepts. And so many people are genuinely missing out on what makes affirmations key
0: mm. they're not
1: somebody else's amf- affirmations no they come from you they're what's important to you but it also comes with you can't think them they cut ca- they have to come out and they have to come out with with power with force with meaning mm. with assertiveness yeah. with with yes. assertiveness and with intent.
0: Mm.
1: When you're looking at yourself, snoot to snoot in the mirror, you know, have that body language because your conscious mind is going to say, Mm-mm, "I'm not buying that." Yeah. And when you have that, you know, that superwoman stance, mm-hmm. your actual physical body is there, challenging that conscious mind to stand mm. down. Yeah. Yeah. You
2: don't necessarily have to pose like that. You could just put your arms up and go, yeah. Whatever's comfortable for
1: you yeah. for that. Right. And those who are listening on the audio, please go ahead and grab on the video because you're going to want to tune into this. This is a really <laughs> powerful tool. And I'm grabbed. I'm so glad that you pointed this out. Um, because affirmations and talking to yourself in these ways, people mm-hmm. do it, but they're missing critical points. Yes. And yes. it's that force, it's that intent, it's that speaking, it's that mm-hmm. looking at yourself. And that's where they're going to find the change.
2: Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Yes. And affirmations, um, I, I I actually cover affirmations in my um, my seven-day law of attraction challenge. I, it's all about the law of attraction. So I, I teach people that there are two very important times of the day when you should be doing your affirmations you need to set an alarm on your phone I have five alarms going off in the day and I have a different affirmation that I say
1: okay um, what yeah. times of day do you do your affirmations
2: well the two most powerful ones are um uh, they're called they call it the wake-up call or the activation time yeah or the code of activation which is mm-hmm. 11 11 in the morning 11 11 at night
1: my favorite can, times of the yeah,
2: day. These, these are the most powerful times of the day, but you can do them anytime you want, but you've got to do them yeah. and you've got to feel it. I mean, when I've got something like, um, I mean, I've, I've got them all pinned around my monitor too here. <laughs> I can just look at one. Well, one of my favorite ones is, um, I am ready to receive unlimited abundance from the universe. So I don't say it like a robot. I do it, and I, and I literally clench my fist like this. I don't know if, you, and I'm, I'm like, I'm ready to receive unlimited abundance from the universe with so much gusto. Hello. It yeah. has to be
1: with gusto. Yes, um, you know, I'll do mine throughout the day. But I walk my son to school; he's six, mm-hmm. and as we're walking, you know, he'll do his little obstacle course thing. Yeah. But we'll also do our affirmations. Oh. I am wise. I am powerful. Yay. I am in control of my thoughts and we do mm. them together. You right. know, he might be six and he might not fully comprehend the the grave importance of the no, practice. No. No. But as he be, you know, steps into adolescence and into mm. adulthood. Yes. These principles, these practices, I hope are a part of his life and he'll be able to really yes. reap the rewards from a very young age instead of, you know, getting all the way to my age and then just beginning out. Lauren, you are a fantastic mom if you're doing that,
2: because what you're doing is you are programming your son. I hate to use that word, but it is. (laughs) You're programming your son in the right way with some fantastic coding that he doesn't have to undo. Right, later. Well, that's
1: just it. You know, when I went through school and I went to one of the top um, school systems in the nation when I was in um, primary, secondary school. But as I came through into adulthood and into, you know, my own awakening and mm-hmm. um, growth as a business owner, mm-hmm. I really had to do a ton of unlearning bad habits. Yeah. Like I have to do this alone. I have mm-hmm. to have it a hundred. No input. No, you just have to know it. I mm-hmm. had to unteach myself mm. dozens of um limiting beliefs yes. and programs to be mm-hmm. able to be a successful business owner yeah, to be a, a successful industrialist. Yeah. And business owners in general don't realize it, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not something we talk about. How many people do we talk about or talk to and they say, "My school didn't serve my higher purpose because here I am struggling as a business owner because I was never taught how to form and create a team. I have no darn stinking idea how to read business" you know balance sheets financials mm-hmm. i have no idea i don't know how to negotiate set up these vendor accounts nobody was prepared right mm. so we have to unlearn everything but then we have to replace it yes with the right processes yes and you know the fact that you're a coach fits in really well here so you have to unlearn things but then you have to replace it mm-hmm. through the right people that that serve your need so having a coach having a mentor is is critical. It's imperative because how are you going to take yourself to whatever the prescribed level you're going for, without having someone who's been there, done it, worn the t-shirts, and has the blisters from the heels mm-hmm. to teach you how to do it to shorten your timeline? So you don't yeah, have to yeah. go through the the painful experiences, the the mistakes, and then you have to undo the mistakes, and that's expensive, mm-hmm. um, and it takes forever. <laughs> So, yes. no matter where you're trying to level up in business, having a coach mm-hmm. saves you time, saves you money. Yes. It's not an expense. You know, mm-hmm. even when, um, and I learned this firsthand painfully, when I first came on with my coach, I was like, man, you know, this is kind of expensive. But it only took about two or two and a half weeks to realize, like, this is a grand investment mm-hmm. because I might be putting out these things called dollars. But yep. he's pouring into me knowledge that only 1% of the global population has.
0: Mm-hmm. And that is
1: priceless. So yes. my education and what I learned from a private financier, from a private banker, from a leverage master, from the M&A team is absolutely priceless. Mm-hmm. Um, what I did spend, like I should have spent 18 times more of that. Because that was the value commensurate with it. Mm -hmm. And um, there's really got to be those people like the coaches and the mentors like yourself that are going to say, listen, I can appreciate where you want to go. I was in the same shoes, but this is what I did to change that.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: because you're a type A and you're very good at connecting with people, you must be really good at just zeroing in on what they need to improve on and giving them a, an actionable plan to achieve mm. what they want.
2: Right. Yes. I, I can, I can ask the right questions so they can dig deep and yeah. find out why they have low self-esteem and what fears are holding them back.
0: Yeah. What
1: What do you don't, don't name any names confidentiality. Okay. But what is typically the biggest cause of low self-esteem it's women in women. Business owners.
2: Mm, it's it's the parents telling them they're not good enough. The parents. Yes. Okay. Okay. Showing them that they're not good enough mainly maybe because they're the um, the eldest um, and therefore um,
1: the eldest is supposed
2: to lead the way, yeah.
1: Or the middle you rely child Rely on the them for yeah. food for shelter. Like you're yeah. you're fully reliant on them as mm. babies as children as we come up. Yes um so it seems like it's only natural that you would adopt that programming not even as a matter of survival mm. um, but as a matter of fitting into that unit that household unit yes but but when your parents are so um I can't think of another
2: word but strict with their their principles and their morals and the way that they want to parent you sure. you you start um taking on Uh, what they're saying to the point where you can't discern whether it's good for you. Right. So you, and then the thing is, you compare yourself to them and there's three things you should not do. And that is compare, criticize and complain because that just lowers, it it
1: just pulls down your self-esteem rock bottom. Yeah. I was so guilty of that. Mm -hmm. Probably even 12 years ago, I was so guilty of that. Um, so yeah, I would say that most women probably do do that, but I, I wouldn't have thought that it it would come from parents so much. So that's a bit of of a surprise. Hmm. Um, those who are listening, make sure you comment. Let's, let's get a poll going on that. What, what would you say, um, is your or was your biggest source source of self-esteem issues. Comment that um, on whatever platform you're listening to us or watching us, because I think that's something important that, you know, let's uncover that because the first step to actually restoring it and fixing it is to Mm. identify it. If we don't identify where our shortcomings are, how do we grow to the next level? Right? Yes.
2: I'll give you an example. Actually, I am coaching a friend of mine pro bono, right? And we did a real deep dive and she had a very domineering type A father who really wanted a boy, but ended up with three girls. So she took on the persona of a boy and I did the okay. same. I did the same, yeah? So we, I, I relate, I, I resonate and, I, and I, I totally get her. And so she's always, um, she's the prettiest, yeah? And she's always been um, pushed down and made to feel like she's unworthy. She's not loved. They also didn't, um, her parents didn't really show her much affection. The same with me.
0: Welcome to the Principled Women in Business podcast.
2: It took me a while to be tactile, to touch somebody or to hug willingly, you know, without feeling so uncomfortable or dirty. You know, okay. yeah. Um, I know my parents loved me, but they did it in a different way. They just didn't give me hugs and kisses and all that, you know. My dad especially didn't. And and I looked up to my dad. I put him on this this very high pedestal, which I couldn't reach. But at the same time, he was projecting his dreams on me. And I, I'm sure there's a lot of women out there who can who can relate to this, uh, because the same situation happened with my friend. Yeah. Yeah. And they're living their dreams through you. And then when you realize, and you're like, well, I don't want to do what you did. I want to, I want to blaze my own path. Let me do it. And that's when you get this, this constant rebellious um, friction going on in the family, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't I know it. Oh, don't I know it. <laughs> yes. I was always the maverick in my family. So yeah. I can... Yes absolutely appreciate and i've lived that i still do mm-hmm. but i'm so okay with being a maverick i'm actually very proud of that
2: i am attracting all the black sheep of the families all over the world i i,
1: I resonate with them so much that's because we're all families all the black sheep weren't you know <laughs> yes we're just looking for that and it's it's not the relations family, right? Necessarily. It's those who resonate on your level and who are helping to support you and elevate you through your mission. Mm. And that family is the one that's going to help you move beyond your fears that you hold of yourself or your profession, Mm. or is going to help you take your Mm. self-esteem to the next level and really help you break down those limiting beliefs. Yes. I love my, I love my bloodline. I love my family. but. I've found so much more support in other members of my, my family and other business women need to know out there that that's not wrong. That's not abnormal. Um, Mm -hmm. you were just looking for your people. You were looking for your tribe. Yeah. And that's actually one of the reasons why I created the P web, the principal women in business podcast is because most of us were black sheep. Hmm. You know, we we did the things, uh, we studied the things that our families maybe really didn't appreciate, didn't support, um, but who else out there is going to support? And that's what we're all about is mm-hmm. bringing together growing women, growing mm-hmm. business women and teaching each other how to blaze that path, that, that maverick, that rebel path that that you've dreamed of for how long you just didn't know how you were going to make that happen. Um, Maybe you weren't in the right environment. Maybe you weren't in the right mindset or you didn't have the right team, the right tools, uh, the right knowledge, whatever the case may be. That's what p is all about bridging because Mm -hmm. no matter what people think that you don't have, I promise you, you already have it. Uh, You just have to reach out to, to people like myself, to people like Julie, to, to all of our guests on the show, because we're going to, the idea here is to join up as a team Mm -hmm. because I don't have all of the skills that Julie has. And Julie doesn't have all of the skills as somebody else, but Mm -hmm. when we come together as a team, now Mm. this entire circle of strong women have all of the skills that every single one of us needs to grow.
2: And we are formidable when we are united.
1: More than formidable. We're unstoppable. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's the whole idea is really to bring the the formidable strength, that power, Mm -hmm. that we're coming for it. And there's nothing that's going to stop it anymore. Because not only are we changing our own families, our own experiences and lifestyles, but we're helping the globe. Mm -hmm. Humanity to elevate their socioeconomic lifestyle. So Mm -hmm. thinking better. Yes. Business better. Banking better. Mm. and Having a business, running a business, isn't just about a revenue. It's about a mission. It's about an impact. Yes. And elevating the whole of humanity because, you know, team, there's no I in team. And this is, we're a global human team. Mm -hmm. So all of us play these different roles. We all have our our greatest skills, but it's really bringing them forth in a fearless way and unleashing our inner lionesses, our inner lions to, Mm. to help elevate the condition, the socioeconomic status of humanity. And that's probably one of the reasons why you and I resonate so deeply together is because that. That is both of our missions: is to help bring humanity at whole to mm-hmm. a higher level, yep. to end the suffering that billions yes. are dealing with. Um, yes. Yeah.
2: Just going back to what you said, though. Um, yeah. Um, I believe that the black sheep of, of the black sheep, sorry, <laughs> of the family are the are the movers and the shakers the inventors the scientists yes. The, yes of the world without us humanity would not move forward would not progress would not evolve because we don't we don't stay on the boring path we want to go and do the detour and go and see the scenic yes. route we don't want to be stuck on the you know the, the the tourist route yeah going through the city no we want to go off the beaten track and 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 you know mingle with the locals and do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's more exciting.
1: Yay. Yeah. I smell a vacation coming
2: soon. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, the beaten path. Yeah, the I path. love yeah. it. Yeah,
2: blaze your own trail. That's my yes. motto.
1: Yes. You know how many vacations did I go on? And you know they offer the the, the specified tourist yeah, excursions, and I'm like. Whoever I'm traveling with or whoever I've met along the way, they're like,
0: "Oh, yeah, we're gonna do
1: this tour." okay, well, um I booked a taxi, and we're gonna go on into the village, the town, whatever we're gonna do, and let's go see what the locals are doing. Mm. I live in a tourist town, yeah, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> when we're doing tours, we take oh. you to very specific places, but yeah. you can really get a sense of you know that place, that locale, yeah. Of course. How oh, funny. No, yeah. black sheep, we're all, we're very much all the same.
2: Yeah, it's true. So critical. now
1: I do have to ask because this is one of my uh, critical questions on PWIS. Yes. What is your biggest struggle as a woman in business, a female business coach, whether it's forming, um, obtaining capital to grow? What's your biz- biggest struggle in business?
0: Hmm.
2: Um okay so when you when you're doing online business, you have to have the no trust and like factor. A lot of people will tell you this yeah okay it's it's the usual business buzzwords for online business um and so i've got the I've got the no and I've got the trust it's just i'm not one hundred percent with the with my procedure of getting the like, yeah. I think they like me, (laughs) but, um, uh, without asking them and then, you know, like interrogating them and and, and asking them, do you like me? Say yes. You know? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, and, and that, and because I'm not 100% sure about the like, I'm not, um, I'm not able to convince them that I am the only person in their universe who can Make that transformation for them to become the lioness they really, really want to be.
1: Do you work with only women or do you also work with yes, men as well? I've, I've only I've decided, well,
2: after working with men for so many years, I think like them, I finish their sentence, I know what they're thinking all the time. It's it's <laughs> I need to step away from that. I've got too much masculine energy anyway. I need to be more feminine. There's a yin and yang balance, and I'm not balanced.
1: Yes. There is definitely a balance. Balance is one of those things that's, I'm not going to say hardest, but um, trickiest maybe would be an appropriate word to achieve. Mm -hmm. Because when you think you are balanced, still, if you ask an outsider looking in, there still might be something that's out of balance that you hadn't realized. So I can appreciate that. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. You even made the comment that I look different from, you know, some of the other times you've seen me. Yes. But. I have I go from very girly girl um to very tomboyish sometimes in a matter of a day kind of depending where I'm at what I'm feeling mm. but I like being both and I I like to say that that's both of my yin and yang manifesting and showing their balance.
2: Mm. Okay, that's cool.
1: <laughs> it gets yes. Fun. It gets yeah. fun, especially that shock and awe factor.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're definitely going to shock them. <laughs> All right. But I okay. find fun in that. Well, I'm glad you were so candid with that. So I do really need to highlight, want to highlight, what is the biggest win? You know, we're three months into 2022.
2: Mm.
1: We're, we're closing out of this thing called COVID era. What
2: mm-hmm. is your
1: biggest win in unleashing your lioness and growing this business that is having such a profound impact on the lives of women, um, the lives of the people that these women are working with, their businesses. What is your biggest win? Um, only relating to my, my business?
2: Generally speaking. Or being, or being the lioness? Let's do both. Okay. Okay. Let's really celebrate you. Yeah, okay, thank you. (laughs) I don't get to do this very often. I really don't. Too modest for my own own good. Too modest and humble. Um, So my biggest win recently is I have saved, literally saved his life, uh, a German man who was diagnosed by a psychiatrist and a doctor as being literally crazy. And oh, no. yes, they've um, what's the word? Professionally diagnosed him, I guess, um, as um, uh, bipolar disorder with um, sudden bouts of depression based on previous drug abuse. Okay, right. so they are quite ready because um, I saw the report. They're they're very very ready to stick him in a sh- straitjacket and and shove him in an asylum, totally away from society. Wow. Yeah, yes, yes. And I managed to intervene. The universe sent me somebody to get me into the group, and I, I was watching the chats and just observing and I'm trying to understand this man. And he was basically just doing a massive download of all of the frustration of not being heard. Um and the knowledge that he had was, was amazing. And um the more I read um his stuff, because it was very disjointed, so that's a person. To me, that's not a crazy person. That is a person who is a really high-level thinker, who's so creative, who's possibly, well, yeah, he is. He's a savant. I don't know if you or your audience members know what a savant is. I you can tell back. them if you
1: like, just to All get right. that clarity.
2: A, a savant is is somebody like Mozart, who um, could hear the music, could feel the music. John Lennon was the same. I'm a savant, too, because I'm, I'm like that with music. And um, it's just a gift they have. A lot of top musicians have it. But it, it can be also with your artistry or, or creating stuff or anything. It's just something, this talent that you, um, you were born with, that nobody, you cannot um, explain where it came from. It's not something you've learned, yeah? Perfect. So he had this, he, he's a savant, definitely. And I could tell by his messages, because they were so erratic, that... Um, that he was really, really high level intelligence. And I thought, wow, he is not crazy at all. And these, what I now understand are 3D thinkers, very low level intelligence. People are labeling him as crazy because it suits them, makes them feel comfortable if they stick a label on him. Yeah, and this is what we are doing as humanity. We're putting labels on people okay. to make us feel better. Oh, well, you're black. Oh, you're you're um
1: Catholic, or you're whatever, you know. We're gonna have to do a whole another episode <laughs> on that one because, boy, labels. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, uh, yes. And anybody who knows me knows how <laughs> I feel about labels like that. It just yeah, mm, mm, mm-hmm. it's my yes. Billy Goat Gruff. So
2: so I I saved this guy and I got him out of the group and I said, I need to talk to you. This you are not crazy. I know you're not crazy. Because I think like him, you're not crazy, and I'm not crazy, yeah. And so I, I I pulled him out of the group. I told this 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 the guy who brought me into the group. I said the guy's not crazy at all. I don't know what you're doing to him. Whatever it is, it's not working, and it's not good for him, his mental state. Right. He he wasn't being listened. He was sending screenfuls of stuff, and I was like, wait a minute, I, I'm I'm only on message six, and there's another ten to go. <laughs> Just you know. And he's sharing photos of his home and stuff, and I'm like, wow! And I, I was the only one acknowledging that he'd sent these messages. The only mm. one, and there was a group of ten people in there, all trying to help him. All of us trying to help him, right? But none of us, none of us listening, except me. And do you know how the do you know how that feels when you're not listening, and you're just ignored? It's horrible. Yes, I very oh, much remember that. God, it's horrible. But the the um, Dr. Imoto, I keep going on about him, Dr. Maso, Masuro, Masauro Emoto, I think that's how you pronounce his name, came up with the Rice experiment because he was looking at water molecules. Okay, and, and everything is affected, uh, sorry, everything is made up. This is Nikola Tesla's quote. If you want to understand the universe, you need to think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. So Dr. Imoto looked at how um frequency and our words are just frequency right very much okay how our words affect water molecules because water molecules are quite sensitive to frequency right oh you're looking excited now <laughs> you're getting me all excited
0: i yes. love talking about this
1: experiment
2: <laughs> yeah so they he came up with the rice experiment and you can see under the microscope you know the, the lovely snowflake formations of the water when you
1: tell it i love you Yes, and then say horrible things into hey. another glass and look yes. under the microscope. It's, ah, it's mind-blowing. The first time I did the experiment, I just,
2: Yeah, yeah, you did it. Wow. Yeah, yes. It's amazing.
1: <laughs> and the fact that you're bringing it up and telling, you know, everyone who's listening to us the power of words. Mm, yes. Which brings back the power of thought. Yes. And... That comes back again to power of thought and unleashing your lioness, mm. and unleashing her to think better, yes, speak better, because that's where you're really going to find your your power, your strength, your fortitude, your yes. yes, omnipresence,
2: yes. But you've got to listen to the inner child. I've had the inner child locked up in a box. Yeah, mm, your inner child is is the lioness that wants to come out.
1: Or the lion, right? Right. Remember, you hit adulthood and you're not a child anymore. She's got to get locked up. Yeah. Not the case at all. I know. Not the case at all. Yeah. But
2: when you get older, let's say you go past the 65 mark. I'm just plucking a number out of the sky. um, Suddenly, him or her comes out the box and and you're, that's what happens, yeah? Yeah. You you, you go through this entire cycle and you start behaving childish again as you get older and older.
1: Yeah. Let's just behave <laughs> like children now. <laughs> yeah. Live exactly. in joy and live in happiness yeah. and abundance. Let's just do that now and not yeah. wait until then.
2: Yes. Laugh and dance and sing without judgment.
1: Fear of judgment, right? There's that word again, fear. Yeah. We have to that's see, that's what makes you so critically important. Um, especially to other business women mm. business owners is there's usually an underlying fear of failure of mm, I know. i'm not good enough of yes. imposter syndrome yes. of i'm not oh, yes. worthy of this i'm not worthy of that of course mm. they don't want to work with me i'm not worthy i'm not i'm not good enough so many women business owners are struggling with that and mm. um, definitely need to get with you right away Um, Because the faster that your lioness is unleashed and brought out, the Mm. faster your business is going to grow. And whatever coach you're working with to obtain capital, to grow, to scale your business or to sell your business, the more effective you will be in those spaces. As soon as you can eliminate the fear and really, really encapsulate and live the I am possible, I am Mm. worthy. um, Yes. Everything will change everything will change. It's always, everything begins with a thought. Yes. Everything begins with a thought. And then that's an emotion. And then the emotion triggers the action. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's a cycle. Right. Yes, of course. We, yes. We Bitcoin. We coin ourselves all the time mm. by speaking forth our thoughts. So let's yes. really make sure that our thoughts are powerful. That our lioness, our inner child, is the one speaking, because mm-hmm. that'll really give you insight on if you're on the right path or your wrong path. Yes. If you're in alignment with your your life yes. mission and your purpose. Yes. Yes, Those because are the best indications, the one from within, mm. are the, the best indications that you're on yes. the right j- journey, the right yes. path.
2: Yes, I just wanted to um, speak directly to your audience that yes. um, the inner child is the child who doesn't hold back, who doesn't um, who doesn't have the fear to say what they think. Remember um, uh, when you, you were in the playground? The yeah, yeah, when you are in the playground and you'd see maybe your friend go up to some man and say, or some woman and say, oh, you're fat, but she's pregnant, right, you know? or oh what happened to your hair you know yeah why don't you have any hair anymore have you grown out of it or something you know (laughs) oh can say the darndest
1: things you are Yeah,
2: exactly but they've got no fear
1: yeah yeah you're you're spot on
2: Yes, so this is how we should be. Obviously, we, we live in a, a civilized society, so we, we can't go around offending everybody, but, you know,
1: the concept is there, yeah. Very much agreed. Mm. Very much agreed. I'm so glad that you came on with us today. I'm oh. <laughs> I'm I sure am our listeners to- are, you know, they're hearing all of the stories. You, can, you guys are going to have to go get back and get the video. Seriously, there's no <laughs> avoiding this. So I do have to ask, though because we've gone all of our inner lioness, everything. Mm. What do you really want to be remembered for?
2: My legacy.
1: Yes, what do you you really want that to be?
2: Uh, Well, I've just changed my banners and and I've now gone from 100,000 women. This is how sure I am of my mission. I've now upped it to 1 billion women. Now, that is a hell of a figure.
1: That is a big jump. Yeah, big because jump. I. But you want to know what? A small target doesn't mm-hmm. get hit. Okay, yes. Make it a bigger target. Because mm. even if you fall short, you still hit the real number. yes. Yes small targets don't get hit especially when you put them off down the timeline and you're shooting for something a mile oh, away or a gosh. kilometer away yes smaller and smaller and smaller small targets don't get hit yes i used to do archery
2: yes you're absolutely right i was i was made marion in sherwood forest would
1: you believe me? no kidding no kidding. No kidding. No kidding. <laughs> My son and I are going camping today and one of the activities they do is archery. Oh, fantastic. Uh, that's one of his favorite activities. Oh, it's cool. It's really good. It's it's actually very therapeutic. Yes.
2: Yeah. When you get in the zone, it's really therapeutic.
1: Agreed. Mm. Agreed. <laughs> oh, cool. So what is one question that you wish that I did ask you and how would you have answered?
2: Oh,
0: wow. Um, Hmm.
2: Oh, you didn't ask me what my mission was.
0: My my my
2: specific mission. Um, My specific mission is to um, transform female kittens who are aspiring or newbie entrepreneurs Um, to become fearless, strong, and confident lionesses so that they can live a life by default, uh, sorry, by
1: design and not by default. How can I help you to achieve that mission? How can we as the principal women in business help you to achieve that mission?
2: Okay, you as an audience member have to realize that you can be the lioness that you've always wanted to be. It is within you. It just needs unlocking, and I, I am the key. I, I, I'm not kidding you. I am the key. I can get it out of you. I agree. We'll do a, we'll do a deep dive. We'll find out where you want to go, um, where your path is lead, is leading
1: to, uh, leading you, and what on earth is blocking you. Yeah, and
0: you're then you're we'll more
1: go- of the you're more of the portion of business, where I'm more of the. The pillars of business, as in commerce, is how we kind of fit together. Okay. So, everybody listening, Julie Alps, Unleash Your Lioness, when you're a business owner, an aspiring business owner, Mm -hmm. a solopreneur, a a CEO, any type of C suite position, you want to make sure that you're getting in contact with her. You can easily just click the connect button wherever you're listening, and I can introduce you personally, but get with her unleash your strength, your power. There's something that's holding you back that you're not able to get to your next level. And Julie will help you to uncover that so that when you come back and speak to me, we can really get you and your business Mm -hmm. to the level that you want in a shorter timeline. Um, because as much as we all are going to be here for a prescribed number of years, we want to be able to shorten the timeline in our goals so that we can get more in our mission and our purposes accomplished.
2: Mm-hmm. Great. Yes. Yes. And it, and it takes two coaches to get you to where you want to be because you've got to have the right mindset. mindset. And then you've got to, and then you to have the tools. So I'm the
1: mindset and you're the tools. They go hand in hand, you know, yeah. complimentary. Yeah. Yes, that was, you know, mindset was one of the things that perhaps I struggled with most in business mm. um, that took me a couple of years to grasp. And something my coach, my, my mentor said one day, it was that oh, moment. And from the oh, moment, everything starts changing mm. mindset first, then yes. you can take focus actionable steps that Mm -hmm. will actually get you to your goal instead of this rigmarole of failure and feedback and getting up and keen and yes eliminate that shorten that get the mindset on point get the business on point and then you can really actualize everything you've desired in a Mm. shorter timeline
2: yeah because you might have the world's best business strategy but if you're not wired.
1: To be an yeah. entrepreneur and a successful business person. If you have, a sour, course, yes. if you have yeah. a sour thinking, then yeah. nothing that I can do is yeah. going to create that longevity. Exactly. I can do a huge miracle works of magic. But if your mindset is going to revert back to that portion that you were struggling in, your results are going to be short-lived. You're not going to be able to go to the next level because mm-hmm. when your mind reverts, your actions revert. Mm-hmm. yeah that's a great great way of looking at it yes yes mindset 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 mm-hmm. and remember guys eleven, eleven, and 11 make mm. sure that you're doing your affirmations and really talk to yourself really talk to your inner child and remind her or him what they need to know what they've been waiting for that you're going to tell them and if you're going to need some guidance. I know I did make sure that you're getting in touch with Julie. Again, I can introduce you personally, um, hit the subscribe button, all of that. And we'll create a whole chain going over to Julie because she is your lioness unleash Mm. your lioness. Um, you're not a coach, you're a specialist, unleash your lioness Mm. confidence and fear specialist fear and self
2: esteem specialist and, fear and i self-esteem. might i might have i might add that you can halve your fears and double your self esteem in only 12 weeks and if you're really type a we can halve that time
1: okay Everybody listening, get on it because <laughs> I know you don't like living in your fear. I know you don't like questioning yourself. I know you really don't appreciate other people questioning you. Mm. So take the first step. Get in touch with myself, Lauren Dolpirou, also known as the solutionist, and Julie Elves, and that we 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 can shorten that timeline mm. so that you can have everything that you've been thinking about, you've been dreaming about. We just got to get you those tools and those pieces to get you successful and keep that success going because it really starts with mindset. I agree. I agree. Julie, thank you so much for being here. Your, your insight and your expertise is on its family un, unparalleled.
0: No, and thank by you.
1: meeting you has been probably the Biggest pleasure in the last couple of years
0: to, you know, find
1: another woman who's on my same mindset, on my same wavelength, having gone through, you know, terrible experiences, very hard lessons and growing Mm. pains and really being able to identify with somebody else in that growth structure. Uh, So many women especially feel as though they're alone when they've gone through a traumatic event or Um, Mm -hmm. a hard series of events but that's absolutely not the case we just got to start opening our mouths and speaking to other women and you'll very quickly find that you're not alone no nobody's alone no I mean I used to think that but no nobody's alone that's not it that's not the truth at all you're only alone because you thought it yeah when you start opening your mouth like a hungry a hungry mouth or a closed mouth never gets fed A closed hand never gets fed. Mm -hmm. So you got to start opening your mouth, start talking, start reaching out to specialists like myself, like Julie. Start Mm -hmm. engaging with people who who know more, who have more experience, more specialized knowledge than you to help you propel yourself to your next desired level. Really reach out and make that your priority to help grow yourself, to reach out to people who have done what you want to do been where you want to go and have the knowledge that you need to have to shorten the timeline
2: yeah exactly because nobody knows nobody knows everything
1: no nobody can make all this the possible mistakes either exactly that's not that's not possible you got to learn from somebody else right
2: and if you don't want to spend 18 years becoming a lioness and you want to do it in 12 weeks (laughs) <laughs> then you've got Julie you've got to pay else. for that
1: <laughs> yeah, you've
2: got to invest in
1: yourself yeah invest not expense in yes. yourself invest yes yes invest not x see x is going out invest yeah. is coming in yeah yes. love
2: that etymology yes.
1: I Fantastic.
0: love it oh well, it's
2: been an absolute pleasure thank you so pleasure. much oh it's an, an I'm so glad
1: honor and privilege to be your guest um, oh and, it's, and I'm sure that everybody listening got so much insight and value from hearing you today. You know, the principle of women in bot, blah, blah, blah. The principle <laughs> of women in business podcast is really about growing together, everyone bringing their struggles, Mm -hmm. their skills, their strengths to really play together Mm and shorten timelines to goals. There's no need to struggle for decades and decades and decades. You have your your master advisory board right in your backyard or right in your computer. You're listening to us right in your ears. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is engage and start thinking of invest instead of expense. You want things to come into you. Yes, you don't want things to go away from you. So as you're growing, you need to bring in knowledge, not expel yeah. knowledge. As that's you're growing, good. that's so that's great. a really good way of thinking about it. But for all of my listeners, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Principled Women in Business Podcast with myself, Lorendel Garo aka the Solutionist, and my honored special guest today, Julie Els, with Unleash Your Lioness, Our Fear, and Self-esteem, self-esteem specialist. <laughs> I always want to say confidence because she just em- emanates this huge loud confidence. It's, it's programmed in my own brain. So maybe you need <laughs> all three But everybody out there, I look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button, like, and share both this audio and the video because, you know, your girlfriends don't want to miss this or your men colleagues in business, they really need to hear the other perspective as well. So until next time, I'm Loren Delguero. Thanks for joining us.
0: And that wraps up another episode of the Principled Women in Business podcast. Follow us on social media to never miss an episode and to unlock full access to your trusted business solution center. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Insta, and YouTube. Till next time, stay strong and keep crushing. Find us at laurendulgueru.me or call 407-337-1117.